Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the prophet Isaiah that says, The Lord here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one with whom I am pleased upon whom I have put my spirit. He shall bring forth justice to the nations, not crying out, not shouting, not making his voice heard in the street. A bruised reed he shall not break, and a smoldering wick he shall not quench, until he establishes justice on the earth. The coastlands will wait for his teaching. I, the Lord, have called you for the victory of justice. I have grasped you by the hand. I formed you and set you as a covenant of the people a light for the nations, to open the eyes of the blind, to bring out prisoners from confinement, and from the dungeon, those who live in darkness. The Word of the Lord. The Lord will bless His people with peace. Give to the Lord, you sons of God. Give to the Lord glory and praise. Give to the Lord the glory to His name. Adore the Lord in holy attire. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The Lord over vast waters. The voice of the Lord is mighty. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The God of glory thunders, and in his temple all say glory. The Lord is enthroned above the flood. The Lord is enthroned as king forever. The Lord will bless his people with peace. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. This is what John the Baptist proclaimed, One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. It happened in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized in the Jordan by John. On coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens being torn open and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. And a voice came from the heavens. You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. When Herod the Great died in 4 BC, one of his slaves, Simon of Perea, got the idea that maybe he could be a king. He and some friends stormed the royal palace in Jericho, stole all the weapons, and then burned it down. Simon found a crown and put it on his head. He started a revolt, which was a common thing for Jews to do at the time. Palestine was a hotbed of revolt, revolution. Simon did some damage until the Romans caught up to him and killed him. Revolt over. It's interesting, if a man had some success leading an uprising, word got around that maybe he was the Messiah. He might be the anointed one, the Christ, who was going to free the Jews and start a kingdom that would last forever. John the Baptist made his mark five miles east of Jericho at the Jordan River. The crowds thought perhaps John the Baptist might be the Messiah. But he did not appear to be the typical candidate. He had no army, no weapons. He was a hermit who lived on wild honey and bugs, a sort of freak show out in the desert. And the Baptist called not for revolt, but for repentance. 
His message was not revolution, but liberation. Liberation from sin. Christ was baptized by John, which would appear to make little sense. Christ had no need to repent. But recall what John said when he saw Christ walking up the river bank. He didn't say, hey, here comes my cousin, but rather, behold, the, the Lamb of God. John could see the shadow of the cross hovering over Christ. A lamb, of course, was the sacrificial animal of choice for the Jews. God told Abraham 1,500 years before to sacrifice the lamb caught in the thicket in place of his son Isaac. The real lamb then waded into the Jordan River, for Christ was going to take sin on in our place. A column of fire led the ancient Israelites through the Red Sea to escape slavery in Egypt. Pharaoh's charioteers, representing the devil, sin and death, got buried in the sea. And like that column of fire, Christ, who would baptize with fire, plunged into the Jordan making the water holy for the rest of us. He buried sin and drowned death, then rose out of the water. At our baptism, he takes us down into the holy water with him. We are buried with Christ, and then rise with Christ, born anew. Sacraments are outward signs instituted by Christ to give grace, and baptism is the foundational sacrament, the gateway into the Christian life. The outward sign for baptism is water, the universal solvent. Water picks up a little bit of everything it comes in contact with. That's why water is a great cleaner and therefore a great sign for the infusion of grace and faith into our souls. The world today, including many in Rome, find sacramental rituals silly. But let's think about this. John the Baptist conducted some sort of liturgical rite ritual in the river. He did not just talk about repentance. He had people go through a ritual featuring water. And the last thing Christ said to his apostles before he ascended to heaven was, Baptize people, yes, with water. That was not just a suggestion, it was a command. We go down with Christ into the water at baptism. We go up with Christ to Calvary at Holy Mass. Christ uses stuff, water, for baptism. He uses stuff, bread and wine, for the most holy Eucharist. He commands us to get baptized. He commands us to make ourselves present at the holy sacrifice of Mass. This is my body given up for you. Do this in memory of me. That is why Mass is not only a privilege, it is an obligation, a duty. Christ's baptism in the Jordan was preparation for another baptism, the baptism in his own blood on Calvary. Our baptism is our preparation, the gateway, the beginning of our Christian journey. The gateway not to revolution, but to true liberation from sin and death.